Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 336th episode. I am Chris Featherstone, and this is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Ivan and Livin' Keller, getting funky like a monkey, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. As we are always, this is going to be a fun, fun night, a fun, fun episode. Uh, we got a, a double-decker today, and uh, we got a lot to talk about as well. So it's going to be absolutely fun, absolutely exciting, as we do every single week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, because we have such a, uh, a fun, since we have such an intense um schedule and today we'll get right into it and uh we're going to talk to my man uh one uh, one of my favorite uh well i don't think one of my favorite this is my favorite guest on the pancakes and power slam show he's been on here the most i believe um actually the two guests that's going to be on here today have been here on here the most uh one to talk wrestlemania 25 and the other uh to talk about uh some really, uh, really fun stuff, really fun, interesting stuff. Uh, so, yeah, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, bring them right back on here. 
Uh, we got some WrestleMania 25 to talk about with uh, my main main, my main main, if you will, Marty Elias. How are you tonight, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you for the humbling introduction as usual. I'm humbled. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. And uh, I-, I love you. Thanks, man. I appreciate this. This is awesome. Man, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. You uh, you have uh, such an awesome mind. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and, and with so much experience in the business. And, um, yeah, it was, it was interesting, man. I, I, I thought of you, uh, and I was like, man, I've got to bring Marty on the show today because you have so much history with uh, The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, and we saw them on Raw yesterday. I was at Raw, and, we're, um, and, and it was really interesting. And um, I was like, you know what? This is probably – this is 2018, and we're still seeing The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels in the same ring together on Raw. Uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same in some regard. And I was like, you know what? Interestingly enough, this is probably this this could be the last time that I could that I would ever see these two live um, together in the same ring. And uh, I was like, man, I I've got this this has to we got to do something with this here. So I'm excited about it uh, to talk about WrestleMania 25. So. Let's go all the way back to uh, WrestleMania 25, which was uh, nine years ago, uh, approaching nine and a half years ago. And just let, let's just go back from the beginning. How were you chosen to be the referee for the uh, perhaps the greatest WrestleMania match of all time? Well, well first off, uh, this WrestleMania will be the 10th anniversary of that match in question yep. so never say never with that and I'll just leave it at that and yeah with, with that with that being with that being said you know I like to think or feel that it is the greatest match of all time in WrestleMania history um, and I was mm-hmm. part of that originally Charles Robinson was assigned that match and the way that I got that match and you know it was nothing to, to do to try and kick Charles out of that match and well like that. Charles and I have had this conversation numerous times and stuff, and it wasn't anything to be vindictive or, or try and push somebody out of their spot. You know, I'm not that type of individual. That's not who I am as a human being. But Sean and I were friends and still are friends, and he and I had discussed that because when I was really engulfed into the business and really doing it 365, 24-7, my goal was to work with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. You know, I wanted that. That was that was the goal to work with to work with Mr. WrestleMania at WrestleMania, and that was my goal, and that's what I was shooting for. And he and I were friends, and we had had numerous discussions about it. And he had talked about retiring, and he and I had had the, the conversation where the window of opportunity for WrestleMania to work with him was getting shorter. So mm-hmm. he and I had the discussion and I still remember it. We were at Phillips arena in Atlanta, Georgia, and we were sitting in the hallway on some steps and we discussed it and said, well, let's try and make it happen. And this was right before the Ric Flair uh, retirement match at WrestleMania. 
So this is mm-hmm. about a year prior, prior to that. And we had mm. had that conversation. We left that conversation right there in Atlanta, Georgia at the Phillips Arena. And we just didn't talk about it again. Come a month before WrestleMania 25, when they were doing the build-up and stuff, the referee assignments came out, and Charles Robinson was um, assigning that match. Um, I went to Sean. We were in San Antonio, Texas, you know, his hometown. And I went to him very casually, and I said, look, I said, Sean, I said, I don't have your match at WrestleMania. I said, it would have been great. I said, but maybe next year. But I knew where he was going with next year. And mm-hmm. I was hoping, you know, that I was going to be able to get this match. So he says, what do you mean you don't have my match? I said, I don't have your match. Charles was assigned the match. So the next day, and we were in Corpus Christi, Texas. And Sean and I dressed together. So I said, and he goes, I talked to John. You have my match at WrestleMania. Whoa. Okay. What was that? What was wow. that going to say to Shawn Michaels? No. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so that's how it happened. And you know, I've apologized up and down to Charles Robinson for that, but at the same time, I wasn't like again. I wasn't being vindictive. I wasn't being anything or, or trying to be. Yeah. Malicious or anything like malicious that. Malicious or, or being a backstabber or not like that. It was just friends having a conversation, and that was it, you know. And yeah. that's how it happened. That's how it came to be. And lo and behold, that match turned out to what it became and what it is. And I was blessed to be a part of it. And, you know, I'll always be a part of that, and I'll always be a part of Shawn Michaels and Undertaker's history. And last night, my phone was blowing up like you wouldn't believe with all the Shawn Michaels and Undertaker in the ring and Raw and this and that, I unfortunately didn't see it because I was still recovering from the Lucha Expo this past weekend and returning home from Las Vegas. So I didn't see any of that. So I just heard about it. And I was, I was happy, you know, that, like you said, nine, nine and a half plus years later, people are still talking about this. And it is yep. what it is. Absolutely, yeah. It's 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 funny because I was reading. I mean, it's it became. I mean, it's really been the talk of the day today. And um, you know, the the pop that the Undertaker got live. I was there. It was deafening, and it's and it's crazy that you know, still, you know, almost thirty years mm-hmm. later, mm-hmm. Undertaker still gets a deafening pop, and you know, still. Uh, almost 10 years later from that match, people are still saying one more match. Of course, they wrestled at 20, you know, which ended you know, uh, HBK's career. And it's crazy mm-hmm. that he's been, uh, he's one of the only, you know, wrestlers. Um, Austin's done it too. Austin hasn't came back too. He stayed true to retirement. But uh, Michaels is really one of the only wrestlers to, to stay true to his retirement and legitimately never come back to the ring. And uh, there was all types of rumors and stuff going on as far as uh, people chanting one more match. And, of course, the development was uh, essentially to promote The Undertaker and Triple H's match uh, in a few weeks at the Super Showdown in Australia. 
but a lot mm-hmm. of people were saying that uh, they can see uh, uh, another match. <laughs> uh, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels round three. Michaels come out of retirement in New York, New Jersey, uh, at WrestleMania 35. What, what are your thoughts about that? I will say this. It's a 10-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. You want to give somebody a rubber match? And if it happens, it would be an honor. Yeah. They got to bring you back to do it, man. They have to. <laughs> <laughs> they got to do it. Uh, some type of petition or something like that, man. Got to bring Marty Elias back. You have to have the original three in there to, to you know, something. You know, it, it's one. Of, it's one of those things that. Uh, you can't really duplicate history or recreate it to be exactly the same, but man, you know, there's, there's, there's something that, there's something. Go ahead. But just think getting those three original guys in the ring again, if if that magic was created once, what's not to say that it can't happen again. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And that's where I was going. It's like, yeah, you know, maybe you can't do exactly the same, but at the same time, man, you know, if you put those three back in there again and uh, you work, you create magic, man. Sometimes the second's better than the first. So, uh, and you know, you those know, those three yeah. guys, those three, those three guys in that first one had a, had some great chemistry. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I will be interested. You know, I've been very hesitant with uh, with with the Undertaker competing still, and, and uh, I've been very uh, adamant on the show um, about my thoughts was that Undertaker should have retired at WrestleMania 28 because, to me personally, every match other than that was you know it's also it's always great to see the mystique of the Undertaker, but nothing really did much uh, after that other than. Maybe Roman Reigns beating him to put him over, but at the same time, he lost, you know, multiple times against Brock Lesnar, so it really didn't necessarily put him over the way WWE wanted him to. So, you know, but at the same time, man, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, since the 10th year anniversary, uh, the band may come back together and, and do it one more time, and I'm sure that uh, that, will, that will tear the house down. Uh, and 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 with that car, there's rumors of The Rock coming back. I've said on my show plenty of times that uh, I would be interested in seeing a Rock versus Roman Reigns match. Would you be interested in The yeah. Rock coming back to the WWE as well? Absolutely. You know, and and it's nostalgia. It's New York. It's WWE's uh, backyard. That's right. Uh, you know. Yep. Why not? You know. And the thing is, uh, you know, if, if people want to see Taker. Michaels three, why not give it to them? I mean, Taker Michaels at any time in their career is better than somebody else. You know? Yeah, and a lot that, of the matches that, we that see Taker, today. Yeah. That 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 Taker that Taker Michaels three, if it does happen, would have to be the main event. You think it always so? has been the main you event? Be... It would have it would have to be the main yeah. event. Yeah. Mm. No, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, when we it, did the first one, it wasn't the main event, but it was the main event. 
if that makes sense. Yes, 26, 26 was the main event, right? Mm-hmm. The retirement yeah. match, yeah. The retirement so, match. So why? Uh, so. Uh, Okay, so real quick before we before we uh, uh, get off uh, before we close um, today, let's talk about real quick the um, the placement. Now you're usually like referees, and I'm, you know you share some stories. Um, you know we've talked off air about just the awesome stories that you have. You you write a column every week. Uh, Thank you for that. Be- by the way, thank you so very much. I'm so humbled by that. You have no idea what that means. That has been so very therapeutic for me. It's just amazing, and I really enjoy this, and thank you for the opportunity. Oh, absolutely, man. My pleasure. I, uh, you know, when you, when you send me the columns, and uh, it's, it's, I read them, and I'm like, man, it, it, it's one of those things that you can tell that you really love the business, because when I read them, I feel it. You know, like I feel like when when you were there, you know, I feel like I was in the backstage, you know, with <laughs> talking to Hogan and, 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 or, or, and, and Randy Orton. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like I was in the building at Extreme Rules. So and I and, and the feedback that I've I've got, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. The feedback that I've got, man, it's been very very positive. And and uh, you know, I just I just love. I just love reading them, and so yeah, absolutely. But uh, real quick, let's I have twenty five years uh, of those stories. What's that? I said I have twenty five years of stories at every single level. Oh yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to more. <laughs> I'm sure everybody, I'm sure many other people are as well. Um, yeah. So uh, the placement with WrestleMania 25, it did not uh, make the main event spot. Um, was it ever considered? It was discussed. It was discussed mm-hmm. numerous times. Uh, a lot of people thought, fortunately, mm-hmm. they went with the WWE title as the main event, which title matches should be main events, but that yeah. Michael's taker was something special, and mm-hmm. people knew it, and ultimately that should have been the main event, and that was Mm-hmm. what was discussed after the fact that, oh, yeah, that should have been the main event. But I, yeah, I always like yeah. to tell people, even though it wasn't the main event, it was the main event. Because how can yeah. anybody follow that? <laughs> yes. Oh, goodness. Yeah, it was it was tough. <laughs> Definitely so. Absolutely, man. Uh, it's been a, it's always a pleasure to, to chat with you on the show. Uh, let the listeners know just uh, the, the many endeavors that you're that you've been a part of and that you are a part of now and of course Lucha Underground is up and running and thriving yeah you know I sit back and I look at what's happening so far and where I'm at and it's it's very humbling but at the same time you know there's been some stuff you know you and I have talked off there there's been some stuff that's been a little rough for 27 or to 2018 and unfortunately you know it's been you know uh that, but, you know, I, I, I've been blessed, you know, moving forward, moving on and just doing what I need to do and just trying to be a good human being and, and just trying to help people, take care of people and just love people and just let them know that, hey, I'm here to help out no matter what. So if you're listening, I'm here to help out. Absolutely. That's so important. important. Yeah. Uh, where's the fans follow you at? 
I just unfortunately killed all my social media. I, I have killed all my yeah, social media. Take a break. <laughs> I I just felt at this point and where I'm at, I just it, it wasn't for me. And to be honest with you, I, I social and this is just my humble opinion. It doesn't have to do with anything else. This is just my humble opinion. For me, social media was more about a popularity contest, and social media was just a snapshot of what people want you to perceive and what their life is and what they do. It, it got to the point for me where I just felt that you know people didn't know where I needed to be. They didn't need to know if I was in the gym. They didn't need to know what I was having for breakfast or whatever because I've always been a pretty private guy, and I got on social media to try and do whatever I wanted to do, maybe to, to be part of the cool crowd or part, you know, to be part of the cool kids. But for me at this point, I just decided it wasn't where Marty Lies needs to be. And unfortunately I'm not on social media no more. Uh, well, I don't, I don't think it's unfortunate, man. I, I, uh, I, I'm blessed to continue to keep a close relationship with you, man. And, uh, you know, I, I totally understand that the point, and, uh, you know, I support you, man. And, uh, here for you and uh the the fans are 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 in great uh support and i know that uh we'll we'll continue to see you around and we'll continue to see you on the trotty ground amen i'm blessed and you know like i said you know i'm here to help out i want to see people achieve their dreams as i've been blessed to do and if i can help anybody out then i just want the best for everybody and um you know here i am absolutely Marty, it's been a pleasure as always, man. Always, my friend. Thank you so very much. As I said, I'm humbled, and I'm so grateful for the opportunities. And thank you, everybody listening, and uh, be blessed. As well. Thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's always a pleasure to talk to my man, Marty Elias. He's uh, he's such a great guy, man. You know, it's um, it's one of those things that uh, – you talk to so many people in the professional wrestling business and you, and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's really a, um, a, a gem. It's really a, a blessing to, to really find some people that, uh, you, you stay close with. And, uh, Marty's definitely one of those people for me, man. He's uh, such an awesome guy. Um, such a sweet soul and, um, I'm, I'm blessed to know him and, and call him friends. So, uh, awesome, great to, uh, as always, great to have Marty Elias on the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, part two, uh, we got some all-in stuff, and uh, one of the people who uh, was on the all-in show was Sean Davari. He appeared with Nick Aldis in the NWA World Championship match, which was very, very interesting, very, very interesting stuff that he uh, appeared with him. So uh, I was able, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with Sean as well. Uh, texted him, uh, and he uh, explained to me why uh, he appeared with Nick Aldis, and uh, I was able to chat with him today as well. Um, and uh, here we go. Uh, that that uh, the interview that you just heard with Marty Elias uh, was absolutely live. Uh, this was um, uh, the, the interview that I, uh, that I'm about to give you with uh, Sean Devaro. It was uh, we talked today, uh, and I'm about to play it here. And on the other side. We're going to talk about All In, um, and we're going to briefly talk about All In, and we're going to talk about many other stuff. Evolution, uh, we got some some Ken Shamrock stuff. We got some Kenny Omega 
Player of the Week this week is going to be part two on the fans' choice of who was the best 90s intercontinental champion who was never world champion. Mm. It's going to be fun, ladies and gentlemen, like it was last week. As always, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Sean Devari explains why he was in Nick Aldis's corner at All In. Enjoy, and we'll see you on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, I uh, have a uh, Pancakes and Power Slams regular on the show. Uh, this time is something very, very uh, interesting. We're going to talk a little bit about All In. I just want to get uh, just his experience there. He was a part of All In. It's a historical event. Uh, he had the pleasure of um, – we had the pleasure of seeing him on All In, and he had the pleasure of being a part of All In. Sean Devari's back on the show. How are you tonight, sir? Doing very good, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let's just talk about All In. Um, it's it's really interesting when uh, Cody came out and then all this came out. Uh, Cody had um, some family there. He also had uh, Glacier that was there. That, that, uh, we don't necessarily understand the significance of him and Glacier, which it was you know as a old WCW fan, it was cool to see Glacier, um, DDP, and Tommy Dreamer. Uh, and then Jeff Jarrett came out with Nick Aldis as well as yourself. Um, what was the significance of you accompanying um, uh, Nick Aldis to the ring? Uh, when Nick started in TNA, that was like his first, you know, full-time gig. And like anyone with two eyes that had been in the wrestling business saw that he had just like, you know, as much potential as we saw it all in. Like he could he could be a headlining guy, like no question about it. Mm-hmm. But it was like new to television. You know, going from independence to TV, it's just a whole different ball game. And no one was taking the time to get him up to speed. Everyone was just kind of like, oh, he's new, he's inexperienced, he's whatever. And I was like, well, everybody is at first. Yeah. And then just me and him became good friends. We traveled together, we rode together, and and uh, actually, I was really lucky when we got to go on a European tour. I got to work with him uh, most nights, like in a row. So every time we could do something get the feedback, try it again the next night, give the feedback, you know. And it's just something that's kind of ingrained in me from actually the Dreamers on Cody's side. You know, I look at Dreamer as a guy like that. Regal is a guy like that with me, the Dudley boys, Stevie Richards. Just when I was, you know, when you're new, no one really swings you up. Now you're off into the races. But yeah. some of the guys take the time out of the day to help you. And I've always done that for anyone that, you know, either cares to ask or that I see potential in. That's awesome. Now, did he reach out to you and kind of give you the game plan of what was going on, and how, how did the conversation come about for that to even happen? Yeah, I mean, I think there's just a discussion that each one of their crews of their, you know, the guys or whoever they wanted out with them, and then I think Cody had his, and when Nick just called me up and asked if I'd be interested in doing it, I was like, yeah, for you, anything. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's the, you know, it was actually cool to be a part of the event as well, but even yeah. if it was just walking out with him, walking him back dark, I would do that for him, you know, him if he ever asked me. Yeah, absolutely. So for those who did watch All In, they did they see they saw the spot of you and, and DDP. I don't know if you and DDP ever had any interaction in the WWE because the time that he was there, I think maybe you were starting. Or I don't know if y'all. Yeah, we 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 crossed paths at like signings and stuff a couple times, mm-hmm. but no, this is the first time that we've been at like a, a events together. Wow, that's awesome. How how was that experience? Very cool. I mean, he, he was, yeah, it was actually funny. The majority of the time I was talking about DP yoga because right. <laughs> my back's kind of still sore. I'm trying to get back to church. So, so yeah. it was kind of like the, the, all the like wrestling questions I generally would have loved to ask him. I kind of put my back pocket because I was like, shit, if I never see this guy again, I better get a bunch of insoles I can. 
Yeah, yeah, get the, yeah. Focus on your back for sure. Uh, so, uh, how, did y'all discuss the spot, the, the diamond cutter spot, like uh, right there, or, or how, how long before uh, the spot happened when we saw on the on the match that y'all discussed for that to happen? Everything, you know, I just figured everything out the second I get there. So mm-hmm. it was a last second thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Good stuff, man. So, what are you up to nowadays before uh, before we close? Uh, just your thoughts on all in. Nothing, just staying on the horn, still doing my independent bookings and stuff, uh, doing seminars and training wherever I can. Sean, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, it's 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 awesome that you were a part of that historical show, uh, all in, and that you got to uh, <laughs> that you got to eat a diamond cutter, uh, <laughs> and, that, and that was awesome to to see that. Um, you know, you're you still doing your independent shows, and and uh, fans will uh, be able to see you uh, around, and and um, you know, that's you got any shows coming up soon? Yeah, I got some stuff in my calendar, but it's pretty full right now. Just trying to write out the summer before I move. Yeah, sounds good. Sean, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for uh, talking to me tonight. Yep, no problem. All right, bye-bye. Bring what you got. The measuring stick just changed around here, buddy. You're looking at it. Four corners, three, on mine. Let's go. The whole squad is making it clear We taking this year You know who we are But you don't know why we here So this is where the big boys play These big boys play Like who defies the living guy Get out the big boys way Outsiders with the swoop in We live as kings You see in us But our third man waits in the wings And when the time is right We shock him with the proper attack I go for dolo but ain't solo Cut the promo in black Hollywood Hendrix Prizzle Pinning them to the max. And I'm Das Wonderkin with the strength of a hundred men. With one intent to see the will fulfilled of the one who sent his son to give himself. But you rap about your gaps and your rags torture. White coffins when I drop a bomb. My mic's awesome. Never lost faith. You in all space. You can all skate, suffer, but never cripple. No bin walls in my cross face. <laughs> From here to Saturday, raving, anticipating. I was frostbit, now I am glacier. Mixed with some Vader. Get to hawking with these animals. Using God for my defense in Alabama, we jamming. That's beautiful, Bobby E. And me and Priest, we the dangerous alliance. Nah, the Harlem Heat. Tie the do rag before we do battle. You're talking sheep. You all what you speak. This too sweet. Till the number is took back. We repping that work pack. The foundation shaking, no mistaking. Yeah, we shook that. Trusting God, we trust. Pushing forward, never look back. Meekness ain't at all weakness. Some people mistook that. Stamping out this crook rap. He turning the Power on, on the razor's edge, leg drop after a power bomb. Tired of the lies, man, we bringing the truth through. Diligent and fruitful, the owners in our group too. It's good to be king, sold out this war is brutal. We playing them war games, our army go move too. You too, I'm in the Raptors with a bat in my hand. And stand to shatter all your plans so they don't matter. And the grand scheme is that easy. We tag teaming, Donna Brothers, we love it. Demand the win, establish it. This the clash of the champions. <laughs> this is where the big boys play, huh? We ain't here to play.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time here at the Pancakes and Power Slam show. As always, I am Chris Featherstone. We are live in living color, getting funky like a monkey, if you will. This is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. As always, I'm really, really excited to uh, really dive into what we have to talk about today. We got a lot on the plate today. Uh, and we have a lot to talk about, as we always do, ladies and gentlemen. We got some people loading in the chat, as always. Uh, we got some uh, uh, some trivia that's coming. Uh, so put your thinking caps on, your trivia thinking caps on. Uh, we're going to have a time. We're going to have a great time, as always. What's going on, chat room? What's going on, everybody who's joining us? As always, we're going to have some fun. Uh, we got some. Uh, we got some newbies. What's, what's going on? Uh, we got Earn, we got Fortnite, we got uh, Joseph, uh, who's a regular, uh, all awesome. Uh, Rob, who's a regular, and we also got, uh, yeah, this is great, man. You guys are awesome. Um, and we're going to have a, a great time like we do as always. Uh, uh, Mark said he's so shook from SmackDown. Why are you so shook from SmackDown, Mark? Uh, what is it about SmackDown that made you so shook? Uh, that's interesting. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got so much to talk about today. We got a lot of trivia. We got some all in. We got some raw. We got some SmackDown. And of course, we got this right here. We got this right here as uh, as we did last week. We got the program from, uh, we got part two. So as I zoom in here, that is the finalist, uh, well, the people who made it past round two. You can see Razor Ramon, British Bulldog, China, Goldust, Mr. Perfect, Mark Marrow, Owen Hart, and D'Lo Brown. Some awesome uh, some awesome things there. Uh, SmackDown was good tonight, I, I see here in the chat room. Hmm, was it good tonight? We'll see. We'll see when we uh, when we talk about it here. Uh, high voltage, man. Uh, I appreciate that. It says, uh, just wanted to send a shout out, uh, to a fellow Ohioan, big fan of the show, man, man. Listen, I appreciate that very, very much. Uh, like, like ridiculously very, very much. Thank you very much as always. All right. So let's ask, uh, let's go straight to trivia. Here we go. First trivia question of the night is this. What was the only championship Christopher Nowinski won? What was the only championship that Christopher Nowinski won? So that's awesome. Um, Rob, already. That's what I'm talking about. Rob and Mark, hardcore championship. Awesome. Hardcore championship. Uh, he won. All right. Uh, Fortnite, did, I, did y'all see Raw? I was at Raw. Yeah, I was at Raw. It was fun. <laughs> Dean Ambrose was staring a hole in that pick from Raw. Yes. Yes, he was. Absolutely, he was. That was quite funny. Um, that's Dean Ambrose for you, though, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> He knows how to work it. He knows how to uh, work the facials, that's for sure. Uh, my predictions for evolution. Um, okay, so Mark, everybody welcome Mark in the chat room. 
Uh, looks like Mark is new. Uh, so he, thanks for joining the uh, Pancakes and Power Slam Show family. I uh, gave you the hashtag there um, of Axe Chris. Ah, okay. Uh, let's see here. Right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's going to be uh, a doozy. We're going to have some fun here on the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Uh, once again, a special thank you to Marty Elias and Sean Devari for being on the show tonight. Um, a big thank you for both of them. Uh, very uh, to two different subjects, but at the same time, um, yeah. It uh, both was uh, very awesome. So thank you very much for that. Of course, you can download this on iTunes. You can download this at iTunes, ladies and gentlemen. You can also uh, um, go to the uh, Wrestling Inc. YouTube, which we're on um, uh, every single week. And you can also go to uh, the... um, all different types of uh, just Google pancakes and power slams. Uh, there's all there's a, a bunch of different types of uh, avenues uh, to watch the pancakes and power slams. So that's for sure. Uh, so be sure to, uh, to 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 do that and and leave a positive message for the pancakes and power slam show uh, because, ladies and gentlemen, um, it's going to be fun as always, man. Because uh, that's what we do. We have a lot of fun on the pancakes and power slam show. And, um, we have a great, we have a great time. Uh, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the headlines. Here we go. Before we go to the headlines, uh, let's talk about some all in. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's get some all in going on today. We talked about All In uh, at the Wrestling Inc. podcast um, uh, last week, uh, right after All In, actually. There's a post-podcast for the uh, for All In. So be sure to check that out on Wrestling Inc. YouTube. Um, we went match by match and uh, just overall um, overall thoughts on, uh, uh, on All In as a whole. Um, but just and just my overarching thoughts. Um, uh, it's it was it was good. Uh, it, it was it was it was good. Um, it, it was some a lot of it was very uh, specific to the like being the elite crowd. Um, yeah, I mean that's. Yeah, that, that's that. That was basically it, it. Was that it was mostly to the being the elite crowd, and um, a lot of it was. Um, yeah, um, that that was one of those things that if you didn't, if you watch being the elite a lot, um, it, it it would make a lot of sense, <laughs> but at the same time. Uh, if there wasn't, if you didn't watch it, there would be some parts of it that you had no clue about. 
uh, specifically one of the most um, uh, talked about controversially, uh, not necessarily a good way, but um, a very controversial topic when it came to uh, this particular match was the Joey Janela and Adam Page, and um, there was a lot. There's there's a backstory that came with that, and they kind of played some of it uh, there, uh, but you know, it was one of those things that uh, got some controversy, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, I you know, it was it was funny. We're back, yeah. We're we're back, pal. Uh, Rob is asking, we're back, yeah. We're back, pal. Um, so yes. I was asking this question, and the hardcore Rob, you got the hardcore championship right. The hardcore championship is correct. He won. Uh, uh, Christopher Nowinski won the hardcore championship, um, but a lot of people have won the hardcore championship in their days in WWE. So that was uh, fun. Uh, but yeah, all in. Um, good to see you back, Joseph. I see that as well. Uh, all right. So yeah, as far as all in is concerned, I think it was good overall. Uh, I think the match qualities overall was really good. Um, Kenny Omega versus Penta was probably my favorite match. Uh, Kazusuke Okada versus Marty Skrull was uh, up there, probably like kind of like one A and one B, um, because those two matches were so good. They were, they and it, yeah, I mean they they both both matches really just tore the house down. And um, I and I and I'll say this. And I and I and I agree with this, and um, I definitely think that um, Cody versus Aldis should have closed the show. So, and I and I and I'm sticking with that. Um, I I a big a big advocate of that decision. I think they should have done that. I think they should have closed that closed the, the, the show with that match. Now, here's the thing. I didn't share this on the All In podcast uh, with Wrestling Inc. I, the reason why they didn't do it, which I can understand to a, in a way, is that Cody Rhodes still was doing a lot of production. Um, uh, and and I think that uh, I, I think that the the reason why they didn't close it was one to please the the type of crowd that they were looking at, um, uh, and 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 secondly uh, to be able to um, for Cody to go back to the like the, to the control room and 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 you know run the show. So because there was like a a tweet that Hot Topics had. Uh, that showed Cody backstage after winning the um, the NWA World Championship, um, and, and and basically he was he had his headset on and he was ready to go. So he was at the uh, he was in the like the control center, the you know, kind of the gorilla position, and uh, and yeah, he was he was on it. He was ready to go. So, um. My fingers are still jittery from changing the station so much from the last hour of SmackDown Live. Uh, so, GHP, you didn't think it was uh, very good? Jose's asking what day is the Jericho Cruise. Jericho's Cruise is from October the 27th to October the 31st. So, um, yeah, so that – and speaking of Jericho, um, 6 out of 10. Okay, we'll talk about the last hour. Um I loved 
I love the main event. We'll talk about that here. I, you know, I got a soft spot for our truth, man. You know, I've talked to him on the phone uh, uh, more than once, and um, he's a he's just a nice guy, man. You know, so text him every now and then, and uh, you know, and uh, he'll help. He's he's just he's just a nice guy. So you know, I think he's underrated. I think he's undervalued. I think uh, you know it, it's. It's happy. I'm happy to say, you know, it's, it's happy to say that he was the a two-time NWA champion. You know, um, and speaking of that, you know, I got to give major kudos. Uh, ooh, uh, Jose's asking, "Ask Chris, who's your favorite wrestler in ECW?" Okay, I'm about to answer that here in a moment. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> Zed is asking, "Ask Chris, what's up?" <laughs> I like it. I love it. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, Nick Aldis, man, I've had him on my show twice, and uh, he's he's asked some really cool stuff. I mean, he, he's really put some awesome input uh, both times. And I really think, man, uh, him and, and, and got to give credit to Tim Storm as well and Dave Lagana. Dave Lagana's been on the show before too. Um, just really resurrecting uh, NWA. And um, – I think Jack Dane and Tim Storm, they both have really long NWA championship reigns. Uh, they both were over 400 days, both uh, over a year. And But uh, Tim Storm, uh, he was instrumental in being uh, – uh, he was a part of a lot of the 10 Pounds of Gold series when and when NWA was really starting to resurrect, when, uh, you know, it was uh, the, 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 uh, uh, the Dave Lagana regime, the – uh, Billy Cor or William Patrick Corgan, I think he wants to be called now, regime. Um, so when it was under that regime, uh, you know, the new regime, they they really want to. Uh, it just really goes to show how creative Billy Corgan is, um, just because uh, just the 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 input that he had w- when he was with TNA, you know, of course now Impact Wrestling, very creative stuff. Uh, the um, Oh goodness! Uh, what was uh, Rosemary Abyss and Crazy Steve's uh, Decay? Decay. That's that's what their name was. Um, you know, he was very instrumental in, in Decay, uh, which was a very eccentric stable. It was very it it, it, it meshed very well. Um, and so uh, you know, some some input on the Matt Hardy segments and things like that. Billy Corgan is a very creative guy, man, um, and I think. Um, uh, his influence in, in, in NWA, you know, now being the head of NWA, uh, and also um, uh, Nick Nick Aldis being the the chosen person to really win the NWA championship and and take you know take it by storm, uh, take it from storm as well. But doom, um, <laughs> Aldis, uh, you know, he looks like a million bucks, man, and um, yeah, so. I think it's been great, and I think Cody Rhodes is a great person to win the NWA championship. Of course, he is, uh, because his 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 daddy Dusty Rhodes, baby, he was the champion, and because of my son, the fruit of my loins, if you will, the fruit of my loins, if you will, Cody, because Cody won the championship, baby. We are now the only father son duo to win uh, the NWA World Championship, baby. 
Nobody can say that other than the dream and the nightmare that is. NWA World Championship, if you will, the World Heavyweight Championship, if you will, me and my son, Cody. Yeah, so so him and Cody, the only two people, the only two people uh, who's ever won, father-son duo, ever won the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. So kudos to that, man. It was really good. It was awesome. It's been a while since I've watched Pancakes and Power Sims, Jerry says. Man, it's great to have you back. Uh very much. Uh, there was an Ask Chris question up here. Okay, so favorite wrestler ECW. Now bring in my boy Evan Tech Prout. Um, my favorite wrestler in ECW was Taz. Um, yes, Taz. Taz is my favorite wrestler in ECW. I believe. Taz. I would say Taz and Tommy Dreamer. Taz number one. Dreamer number two. Number three, well, ECW period, though, sounds a big Jericho fan, too. And I like Scorpio. I like Too Cold Scorpio when he was in in ECW, too. Hmm. Because Jericho's in my top five of all time. That's mostly because of his WWE stuff. So if we're going ECW alone... Just strictly ECW, I would say Taz number one, Dreamer number two. Um, mm, Taz number two, uh, I'm sorry, Taz number one, Dreamer number two, Jerry Lynn number three. Um, that would probably be my, I would say probably Jericho and, and Two Cold Scorpio perhaps. I like Bam Bam when he was in ECW, too. Yeah. A lot of good names in ECW, actually. Um, the franchise. Uh, all right. So, uh, of course, hashtag Axe Chris. Uh, yes, Lionheart Chris Jericho was that true power and strength. Yeah, I mean, that's when I started liking Jericho. That was, that was around 97. Uh, no, actually, 97 was in WCW. 95 was around ECW time. That's that's I think that's the first year I started liking Chris Jericho. Well, I believe it was 95. So I've been a Jericho fan for 23 years. Uh, no, Jose New Jack is not my favorite. I just said my favorite. Uh, hashtag Axe Chris. Um, so Jerry hashtag Axe Chris. Uh, I uh, I look at I look at those questions first, but I'll. I'll uh, I'll answer this one here since uh, you're being introduced to the Axe Chris hashtag for the chat. What are your thoughts on Drake Maverick being the new AOP manager? I don't like it. Um, I don't like it because he's the raw the 205 general manager. Now if he now if he stops being general manager of 205 Live and he ditches the AOP gear because he looks ridiculous <laughs> with the AOP gear, um, yeah. Yeah, 95, trying to find ECW on cable access at 3 a.m. Actually, I think it came on, like, Sports Time, Ohio, or something like that at, like, 2 in the morning on Saturday. Like, Saturday going into Sunday morning, Sunday morning at 2 in the morning. 
Uh, GHP is asking, X Chris, what are your thoughts on so many wrestler chests being caved in? Very serious deal. Yeah, it's a condition. Um, I forgot what I forgot what it's called, but I know that Jericho has it, Kofi has it, Scott Steiner has it. Um, yeah, so it's it's one of those things, man. Um, the the a lot of wrestlers have it. Yeah, Zed. Um, yeah, Jericho, Kofi, and Scott Steiner are three people off offhand I can think of having the uh, have cave chests. I forgot what the condition is actually. Uh, Rob is asking, "X Chris, do you think Rey Mysterio goes to Raw, SmackDown, Sigh, or two hundred five? Now I think he goes to SmackDown. So, yeah, I think he I think he becomes. I don't think I don't think WWE would make him like a top star on SmackDown. Unfortunately, but uh, I think he'll do. I think he'll do well on SmackDown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Jose is asking uh, to access wrestling trivia questions. Yes, okay. So I'll ask the second question. Here we go. What was the Bushwhackers' name in WCW? What was the Bushwhackers' name in WCW? Uh, speaking of Bushwhackers, I've also had a cousin, cousin Luke. Bushwhacker Luke on my show. He's uh, pretty pretty cool. Gruss, great job, man. Great job, Gruss. Uh, sheep herders, the sheep herders, ladies and gentlemen. Michael's asking, will Strowman win the championship at Hell in a Cell? No, I don't think so. Uh, Rob Kiwis was before the sheep herders. They were the Kiwis, though. I'll, I'll, uh, that answer is uh, correct as well. Technically, uh, they were the sheep herders. In the NWA, um, but they were the Kiwis before WCW, though, or, or uh, NWA, WCW, you know, tomato, tomato. Lash LaRue, yes, I remember Lash LaRue, and uh, actually, you know what's so funny about Lash LaRue, and, and we're going to bring Evan here in just a moment. What was what was so cool about Lash LaRue was that uh, there's, you know, there's, I guess there's so many people who feel that Lash LaRue, um, I mean, they they have their particular wrestler that some people have no clue why they like him, but they like him. Lash LaRue was that guy to me. I really wanted, like, I really wanted to push Lash LaRue, and he would have the sideburns, and he would do that, the whole LaRue thing. I was a big Lash LaRue fan. Jerry's asking, only three more episodes till SmackDown 1000. Who do you think they can bring back for one run, one night? I'll go into my w, I'll go into my Vince McMahon. I think they're gonna bring back The Rock. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my man Evan Tech Prout on the show. How are you tonight, sir? Doing all right, Dad. You gotta know that the son of the son of a plumber, if you will, is the That's right, baby. champion. Champion. <laughs> mm-hmm. This That's right, baby. That the name of the deformity uh, with the chest cave then is called uh, pectus excavatum. Is the okay, name. cool. Um, I appreciate that. Excavatum. Ex- you know, yes, that's the name. But it, I'm doing all right. It's hot as as H E double L hockey sticks. You know, Hades or <laughs> I know they all say here in Baltimore. I'm doing. I've been on air literally. Uh, after your show will be uh, six straight hours of being on air. Literally off the air of my show, jumping on to yours, no problem. 
Um, I got to ask Chris, hashtag, your thoughts, and, and I know we talked about this off air, of uh, Joey Ryan's entrance. Uh, people that's not even fans, <laughs> uh, and uh, people that's not even fans of uh, wrestling mentioned it, and uh, uh, a buddy of mine said, "How do you explain this to someone that doesn't watch wrestling but watches this for the first time?" And, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Gress, I'm gonna ask that. Qu- I'm gonna answer that question here real quick uh, after uh, I answer the Joey Ryan question from Evan. Uh, I think that oh uh, mm, uh, yeah, okay. So here, here, here's my thoughts on it. Uh, I think that uh, it's great to those who know who Joey Ryan is and and and, and the, the 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 penis plex. A penis is a, a is a form of an anatomy. So uh, the penis plex. Um, which I'm, I, I've said this before. I've said this on the on the uh, uh, on the Wrestling Inc. Uh, All In podcast. I, you know, I, I I just never Joey Ryan, th- his deal just never never stuck with me. I, I never connected to that. Um, I think it's silly. Um, you know, he's. He, I did say that he's turning lemons into lemonade. He's making the best of being an indie. You know, he's an indie guy, and he's. Uh, as far as I know, he's 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 well. He's pretty living pretty pretty good, you know, pretty pretty uh, pretty mm-hmm. handsomely as far as his financials, as far as him, you know, becoming very successful outside of WWE. Uh, yeah, GSP said when it comes to that, I'm all out. I, I agree, man. You know, yeah, it's one of those things that if it's if it's non televised, if it's an indie thing, you know, have at it. You know, there's there's a there's a you know. 200 people that you know that, that attends an indie show or less typically uh that that sees that that enjoys that that doesn't connect with me cuz I think it's silly um but you know it's got him famous but I you know it's one of those things that I I think about like a possible all into I think about uh NWA perhaps getting a TV deal you know what I mean and 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 I think I think of it from a business standpoint uh, WGN, the zero hour, all all in zero hour, the, the over budget battle royal that was on a, a WGN. That's a that's a major network that that reaches you know thousands of thousands of homes. Um, and I think that this was really good. Um, uh, all, all in was really good as a uh, as a way of saying, hey, listen, WGN, you know, we really want to get this. Uh, we really want to make this a deal. NWA to WGN would be absolutely amazing. I think that that would be awesome uh, just to, uh, for NWA to have a TV deal. I think NWA should have a TV deal. I think that All In should be the yearly WrestleMania-type thing for right. NWA. Because um, that's, how, that's how the NWA was anyways. I mean, Flair would hop yeah. from – you know, uh, promotion, promotion. Crockett to yeah. World Class to, yeah, you know, Mid-Atlantic, yeah. So he would hop from, you know, promotion to promotion. Uh, Portland, you know, he he would uh, he would hop from, if it's an NWA territory, he would hop from, you know, city to city, from promotion to promotion. And that's how it was. And I think that um, you, you should still do it, um, you know. 
So I think that that would be a good way of uh, bringing back the NWA and having a TV deal and working like they did, you know, at All In. I mean, it was NWA, it was New Japan. Uh, NWA and New Japan's worked together before. Uh, I had a Rob Conway on the show. He was a part of Wrestle Kingdom when he was, uh, you know, a champion. So they've worked with uh, New Japan before. They can still work with them. They worked with them on All In. Um, you know, Impact was represented. Uh, Impact was represented on at All In. Um, they can still work with. Uh, um, yeah, prayer pray for Wobboy's uh, mom as having heart surgery. Um, uh, what's going on, Lexi? As well, um, a couple of these. A couple of these questions I want to address too, but uh, yeah, I mean the you know CMLL was represented all in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, PWG was represented all in from uh, Excalibur. So there's a lot of there was like six or seven promotions uh, represented at all in, and I think I mean that that basically what the NWA was all about. So you know, you bring them together and and. Um, and and have a and have a TV deal. The Joey Ryan thing, I think that that really hurts the potential to get a TV deal, though. You know, because if you think of sponsors, if you think of ad revenue, which is you know a really big part of making your money and and, and being able to pay all the talent and all the venues, All In could have done it. Sure, um, selling out ten thousand from social media basically and, and, and popularity, you know, Cody's popularity from WWE. Um but I think at the end of the day if you do something like the Joey Ryan thing, you know, um that wouldn't that does that's just not a good look for a WGN or, you know, really any T V deal. If you wanna if you want to get a TV deal, the Joey the Joey Ryan thing should have stayed at the Indies. So hopefully Hopefully they'll learn from that, you know, so we'll see. Rob's asking, what's your uh, general opinion of Chucky T and Trent? I'm talking about the best friends. Uh, I've not met them. I'm, I'm, I'm friends with uh, Trent's uh, former partner, um, Chris Bravone, a.k.a. Kalen Croft. Um, I'm good buddies with him, and he's been on the show twice. Um. I haven't met them. I, I could. I probably will probably meet them um, next year when I go to New York for WrestleMania. Um, they're a pretty cool tag team, but I prefer Trent Beretta with Rocky Morero as Rapongi Vice. But Rocky Morero is kind of like semi-retired now. So, um, but yeah, the best friends are cool as well. I've seen a bunch of their their uh, their matches. Uh, what else we hear? Gress is asking, with the proper financial booking and television deal, could the NWA become the new WCW? Mm, um, money-wise, WCW had a lot of money with, under uh, with Turner. You know, Bischoff yeah, was <laughs> Bischoff had a lot of money when he was working for Turner. Man, uh, I don't know if NWA would have Turner money though. Um, they need somebody. I would say they need somebody who's really backing them up. Uh, perhaps like uh, uh, perhaps a um, millionaire. Um, millionaire. Mark Cuban is who I was thinking of. Yeah, Mark uh, with Cuban, Access yeah. TV. Yeah, because he's real big on uh, New Japan. They aired New Japan on Access. 
So maybe if they had like if they work with like Mark Cuban is trying to get, try to get a deal on access. Um, but access doesn't reach as many people as like uh, you know of course like any Turner network. So it'll be tough trying to be a new the, the new WCW from a popularity financial standpoint. Um, it could be if they if if they have a, a a billionaire backing them up like Mark Cuban, but at the same time they would need a very uh, widespread or widely viewed television deal. Access is a is a great channel, and I'm really happy that they cover New Japan. But um, the number of eyes on Access uh, won't be competitive at all with with WWE. So. Not only that, um, they need a big name. It's, it's, you you know, having a, of course you need the money to fund it, but you got to think yeah. too to draw. Nothing against Cody and the Young Bucks, to draw fans, the masses, to jump from E to watching your product. You got to think about who's the hottest free agent right now that could draw people okay. in. You know, WCW had Sting, they had Flair, they had Savage, they had Hogan, Nash, and Hall. Right. And Goldberg. Now, when days I know it's kind of scarce. Is okay. You get Mark Cuban supposedly to back you, which I know he's a New Japan fan. But then it's like all about names, and you gotta have a name to draw you in, or some names that could pull you in. And say, wait, he's he's with he's with NWA. We gotta watch. Um, and and right now that's that's tough. That yeah. that, that is tough. Cause you got you can't just think of yeah. a. Name that's specifically wrestling, like Cody Rhodes and Young Bucks are great, but you need a name that's 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 pop culture that everyone knows. That such a non wrestling thing, right? Right, and and right now, you know, it's not really anybody available right now. That's I mean, please don't mention the name that no people gonna mention. Um, (laughs) But I mean, who's really left right now that could carry that weight? If this was 10 years yeah, ago, maybe I now, I mean, WWE seemed to have everybody just about. Right. I agree. Good point. Lexi's asking, speaking of all in, there is a rumor that the WWE locker room was prohibited from attending in person. Have any of your contacts in the company confirmed this? Hmm. Uh, Lexi, if you have Twitter, tweet me that at Chris Prolific. Uh, remind me, and I'll, I'll reach out to my contacts to see if that's uh, that's true. That's that's a really good question. Of course, Lexi always asks the, the the some of the best questions on on the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Jerry's asking, do you think Batista ever resigns with resigns with WWE? I think you mean. If so, then how? If Vince gives uh, the reins to Triple H, um, I think he comes back. I think they'll bring him back for something. Maybe like a something WrestleMania related. Maybe a run in or something like that. He wants to do a WrestleMania angle with Triple H. I just don't see Batista Triple H WrestleMania. I don't. I think Triple H is saving his WrestleMania spots for you know for uh, uh, you know uh, like either putting people over or being part of you know a, a huge angle because um, he'll be fifty next year. He'll be forty nine come WrestleMania next year, but he turns fifty next year. So, uh, you know, <laughs> he doesn't have many WrestleMania spots left. Uh, Gress is asking, should the Raw roster divide into factions and war with each other like 97? 
Um, it'll be it'll it'll look interest it'll be interesting for a couple of weeks and that's it. Uh, Peter, I think he said, uh, have you ever seen a pro wrestling company ever advertise many pay-per-views as WWE with Hell in a Cell Evolution in that big event in Australia? I, uh, WCW did. They were very big in advertising a bunch of pay-per-views as well. All right. Some great comments on here. All right. So let's, uh, let's get right into, let's just, uh, skim through these headlines here. Um, so this is the flavor of the week, ladies and gentlemen. This is what we're going to do. This is part two. You see that? Last week we had the the first round. This week we have the second round, and uh, we're going to reach the finals. I, I'm excited about what you guys. I'm excited about what you guys are going to vote for that. Um, about a hundred dollars. Sean retires Taker next year at Mania. I can see that happening. I, I'll be okay with that. There'll be three losses for Taker at WrestleMania. It'll just further bury the streak. <laughs> but um, I can see that, though. Not at the same time, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, WCW had a lot of pay-per-views altogether, though. I mean, I mean but, you know, but now you Beautiful have to think, theme, Peter, though. the WWE Network, um, you know, they, they kind of have that, though. You know, um, they, they're... There's never been a network like that. So, I go. What you were you saying, Evan? Oh, so yeah, WCW had a lot of pay-per-views, but it, they had all had different themes, and the sets were cool. And I, I was talking about this with a, a fan uh, a couple of days ago. Was you know, a fan was like, "Oh, you know, how come now WWE don't do all the different sets?" And so the problem is, we have HD, and there's so much money for production of of this running the show on. High definition yep. television. Not only that, but now you have Archer HD 4K, and it takes so much money as it is to produce a show with that set where everything for you to watch it at home. So that's why you don't really see WWE or really any company uh, on that on that level have all those fun those you know funny sets with the Halloween Havoc Green Monster and the pumpkin and the backlash hooks. Back then it was standard though, so they had more money to use with those sets now. It costs so much money to, you know, have a set. And that's why they don't do it. But WCW had a lot of lot of cool stuff. Yeah, I agree. Um, Lexi's asking, other other rest, other wrestling platforms? Oh, okay. Gress asked uh, before that, uh, should a Bobby Roode versus Triple H, or could a Bobby Roode versus Triple H feud work for WrestleMania 35? You really gotta do a lot with Bobby Roode if 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 that is if that is either even considered because right now I like I'm okay with Bobby Roode as a face because I think the glorious thing is a face thing. If you make him heel, you gotta cut the glorious because he'll just be cheered and wrestle good guys. So that isn't that's not a heel. Um, Bobby Roode's a good heel, but I think you just have to change the the, the gimmick to not make him get cheered. Uh, make it easy for him to get cheered. Um, a lot of work would have to be done for that. Um, so, okay, so Lexi's, uh, other other wrestling platforms are reporting that there are, uh, is a low buy rate for Evolution. If you were WWE creative, what dream match would you bill for guaranteed interest? Okay, so we'll actually merge that with the headline of 
the WD struggling to sell tickets for Evolution. That was part of that. That was a headline we were going to talk about. So we'll merge this question with the headline for the sake of time. That was actually a perfect time to ask that question. Um, as far as Dream Master, they're trying to do Trish and I mean Trish and Bliss is a match that they're doing. It seems like they're doing like Legend versus Current Star. Um, so I don't think we'll have like a big dream. I think Sasha and Trish would have been the match, and Sasha. You know, talked about she did want to go against Trish. That was that was her master. She wanted to go with. I think you bring maybe you bring in Alundra Blaze because right now Lita's going against Mickey James, and then you know that's not a that's not a dream match as we've seen that. Um, um, yeah, I mean you bring in maybe Alundra Blaze to go against like Nia Jax or something. You know, maybe that you know you can maybe you can build that right. I think I think if Stephanie wrestled at Evolution, that would be cool. Uh, maybe if she went against a, um, I mean, who do you bring in that's still around? That yeah, maybe a Stephanie McMahon versus a Lundra Blaze or something like that. There's not really a dream match. There's not really a dream you know, match that I can think of. What's that? No, but you're going to see you're going to bring in Jazz. Uh, is, uh, yeah, uh, all right. You got Victoria. Bring uh, you, know, you got Jazz. You got mm-hmm. Victoria. But like you said, that, that's the Victoria. thing. You know, like you said, Stephanie Russell, that would, that would really help. But, you know, mm-hmm. good buddies with, with Medusa and Laundra Blaze. But when it comes to the female, female legends, the people that really would have help put it over the hump, you know, it was passed on, Lena Vachon, Sherry Martel, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I, I got one for, you know, one's talked about, you talk about women evolution, and they have yet to mention her in the Hall of Fame, and, and some of my colleagues just, just interviewed and did work, Randy Rick, uh, Wendy Richter, why not? Right, bring her in, yeah, yeah bring her in, uh, yeah, it, it may not, you know, it may not, it can add at least some kind of sizzle to the um to the pick with you. But for some reason she's not in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. WWE doesn't yep. really mention her much. And I feel like that would be a good way to have her go against uh, uh, uh Medusa or have her go against Victoria or have her go against Stephanie. But the thing cool. is it seems like they're not even doing the legend versus legend thing. And so that would be made that I I'll be cool with like an Alundra Blaze versus Oscar type thing. Yeah, something like that, yeah, cool. Okay. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, that that would be my Lundra Blaze versus Oscar. I'd be fine with that. And Oscar probably lose. <laughs> they, yeah, better they better not. They better. Lundra Blaze wouldn't even. She would put Oscar over, even if even if WWE yeah, said we want you to she beat would. Oscar. She'll be like, you idiots! I'm I'm putting this I'm putting <laughs> this girl over. <laughs> um. Uh, Jerry's asking, my dream main event for WrestleMania next year is the Shield battling it out for the Universal Title thoughts. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't think that's the main uh, event for Mania. I think that that's a uh, uh, good, maybe a SummerSlam match or a Survivor Series match, but Mania is all about lights. It's about the money. I, so. If I can add this yeah. very quickly, uh, we just talked about this on my show. Um, Mania matches. I, you're gonna get mad at the Southern Stone, but I didn't say this fans did. You ever had Reigns against, Reigns against Rock? Yeah, Reigns against Rock. 
and you yeah. have either Undertaker, because we were talking about who was up for Taker to fight. Reigns against Rock next year, it's in New York. And do you have either Taker against Sting or Taker against Goldberg? Could be the match. Taker. Uh, yeah, well, well perhaps. Uh, Taker, Goldberg. If built up right, maybe, but eh. Uh, where Shane McMahon is asking, Brandon is asking that. Uh, Shane McMahon is uh, he's recovering. I mean, he had a hernia surgery, and um, uh, he had a diverticulitis. So he's uh, he's he's uh, sitting home resting, man. Um, kudos for him for wrestling uh, within that much pain. Uh, Peter's asking, when are you going to create a Patreon account so we can watch you watching Three Men and a Baby? Um, uh, I don't watch Three Men and a Baby, so uh, I can, uh, I can build, I can build a Patreon account though. That'd be great, uh, for y'all to, uh, contribute to the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Uh, DMAC is asking, do you think the venue is a minor factor in ticket sales is not as accessible for fans? Uh, it's in Uniondale, I believe. Um, and the five boroughs is the other two major, uh, new, no, I don't think the venue is an issue. I think it's just a lack of promotion and just a lack of interest uh, in, in the women's division. Unfortunately, uh, Jason Oscar said, said Oscar came out tonight. Yes, she did for SmackDown. Uh, I'm a story type of guy. Almost anyone can put on a decent match. I look for stories. 100%, man. Uh, I agree with that very much. Uh, will the Shield, uh, Russ is asking, will the Shield bring out the Golden Shovels and bury the Raw roster? Um, perhaps. I think they should just come out in uh, <laughs> Patreon and Power Slams. I love it. <laughs> Patreon and Power Slams. I love it. Um Let's see. I think I was at Raw actually. Um uh for GHP t- tweeted me uh he saw the ma- I took a picture I was right in front of the shield when I came down the ring. It was pretty cool. Um So yeah, well, so yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty much it as far as the evolution thing. All right, so what do y'all what do y'all think of Ken Shamrock? He he said in a recent interview that he wants to come back to to win the world title. So, um, (laughs) what do y'all think about that? I think that that's um, I I don't like to use the word impossible uh, because I you know with with God all things are possible. Um. But uh, Ken Shamrock, um, I think this is as close to impossible as you possibly could get <laughs> when it comes to Ken Shamrock winning the world title in WWE. Wistful thinking uh, is is, a, is an understatement. Uh, I definitely think that uh, Ken Shamrock was an amazing mid-card talent in the mid-90s. I think uh, he should have won the Intercontinental Championship. He did win the Intercontinental Championship. He was a really... Uh, he was a very cool yeah, name well. during the Undertaker era, like 97, 98 time. Uh, I would even say Hall of Famer. I would even say uh, put Ken Shamrock in the Hall of Fame. Why not? World champion uh, at, at uh, 50, um, I don't know, 51, 52 years old. Uh, someone in the chat, let me know. How old is Ken Shamrock? How old is Ken Shamrock? I would say I'd, I'd say fifty-one. That, that's my that's my guess. I'm gonna look right now of how old Ken Shamrock is. Um, 
the Ken Shamrock is um I'm voting here. Uh, let's see, great wrestler, hard worker, but his world title days. Are, yeah, of course, his world title days are over. Absolutely. Just thought I thought I uh, throw something Fifty-four. Fifty-four years old, ladies and gentlemen. No, he's not. You speaking of real quick, I, a fan that sent me this as on, we're on air. Speaking of caved in chest, a picture of Buff Bagwell's left arm. His arm oh wow! Is it messed up now? It looks real, like it's a bicep. I'm, I'm gonna see you the picture. It's a bicep. It looks like it's some kind of atrophy in it. Um, Buff mm. was always been a, a cool guy, former guest. Um, I'm gonna send this to you now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, inbox okay. and let you see. But uh, um, Brandon said Hogan was champ at 55 in WCW, but Hogan's Hogan though. He was. He was he was champ at old at WCW. No, he wasn't. He wasn't champ at fifty five. Look at Flair, like forty eight, forty something. Fifty five. He was still in. He was in WWE because he's sixty five now, I believe. Um, he was champ in '03 for that little bit for that month. Yeah, '03. That was fifteen years ago. So he was still because Hogan. Hogan is what? Hogan's like sixty five. 66, something like that. Yeah, 65. So 55, that was 2008. So, no. Hogan was wrestling, uh, what? Hogan, 2006, he wrestled Orton at SummerSlam. Um, yeah, so Hogan wasn't even really, Hogan was in TNA, I think, in 2008, or close to it. Um, 1998, he was 45. He was he was champ at that time. Uh, well, favorite rivalries? Jose is asking. Uh, Gruss uh, asking. Let me uh, let me ask. Let me address this first. Um, should Ken Shamrock won the WWE title after winning King of the Ring in '98? That was probably his closest time. Was the King of the Ring in '98? Um, perhaps. I mean, I, I wouldn't have been. Too crazy if he were one at that time because he was pretty. He was a pretty hot name at that time. Um, Hogan's last world title was uh, WWE when he uh, beat um, Triple H, and then uh, the Undertaker beat Hogan. Right? Was it that? So wait, yeah, it was his last title. Hogan beat Triple H, and the Undertaker beat Hogan. Um, that's when he went to. Uh, uh, Dead Man Taker, the uh, uh, Biker Taker, the You're Gonna Pay. You're Gonna Pay. That was what, 2003? Yeah, 2003. 2003, I think it was? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, Gross is saying 02. Was it 02? It might have been 02. No, yeah. Because it might have been 02. Yeah, it was. Well, I think it was 02 because you got. Because um, said it was too. Yeah. you had Hogan, because that was Hogan Rock was 02, that was 18. And then you had Hogan beat Triple H for the title, and then Taker beat Hogan, and then Rock won the triple threat in the summertime. Right, yeah, I think that was Vengeance. And then Brock beat Rock at SummerSlam, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken. That, that's, how the, that's how it went. 
Um, Alexa, I did watch WrestleMania's Brian Pillman story. I loved her uh, Beyond the Titantron. I think uh, videos they've they've shown me some love, man. I gotta I gotta give them a shout out too because they've uh, they've put my show, they've used my show as a source of one of their at least one of their videos. I don't know if they've done it for more, but yeah, they've they've done it for one. So, um, all right, so. Let's see. How do you feel about the alarming similarities with regards to steroid use and death during the Attitude Era, man? Because here, here's here's the uh, the short answer of that. Uh, thank God for um, policy for drug testing policy because I, I've known people. I, I've answered. I mean, I, I've uh, interviewed people here from like the seventies and. Like Jim Brunzel and Greg Gagne and uh, um, superstar uh, uh, Bill Dundee uh, and, and uh, among other people, Bobby Fulton, and 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 so it's like back then, yeah, right. <laughs> there wasn't any type of drug testing. Uh, cocaine was a very uh, very popular drug at that time, um, and it's just uh, you know it's. It's the craziness of the business, man. Really, um, you 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 travel all year round. I watched the 350 days thing. Um, the, uh, the, uh, I had Evan Ginsberg on here a few weeks ago with Lanny Poffo, and man, you know I, that was a really good uh, uh, film. And I've watched other documentaries and things like that. It's the, wrestling is such a big high. But it's just you sacrifice so much, and then you're alone in a hotel room at twelve o'clock, and you know you missed your your son's birthday, you missed your wife's uh, anniversary, you know your anniversary between you and your wife, and you're all alone in a hotel and uh, you know back corner alley, you know in in in, <laughs> in Montana somewhere doing a show, you know after doing a show, and you're all jacked up your body is hurting like heck it's tough man uh billy gunn's not six eight if someone's talking about billy gunn um billy gunn's about six five i'm six one and uh he was he was a few inches tall i was standing right next to him when i interviewed him um at uh wrestlemania he's about six five i'd say uh aj styles versus prime Prime AJ Styles versus Prime Shawn Michaels or Prime Daniel Bryan versus Prime Kurt Angle? Uh, which one would I want? Hmm. Uh, I would rather see... Yeah, that's a very good question, actually. Um, I would rather see... Match-wise, Bryan Angle. Storyline-wise, Styles Michaels. Because Michaels... Now, that's one good thing about Michaels, man. Um... Uh, a big, uh, he's a, Michaels has been a, a storyline guy. I love I love that about Michaels. Uh, real big storyline guy. Lost his smile. <laughs> That's what we were talking about. That I, I, I just got to know from Miss Hogan. <laughs> I just had to know. We were joking about that uh, when I was at Raw last night. Um, That's hilarious. Uh, Gress is asking, ask Chris, should Razor Ramon had a run with WWE title in 95? 
Maybe not 95. Oh. Yeah, I'd say 95, 96. Yeah, because yeah, he was a, the top. He was one of the top faces at that time. Yeah, instead of Diesel, because Diesel had it at that time. I think. I think Razor should have had it too. That that's something we can talk about for three weeks. The those yeah. tumultuous years of ninety three, ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, especially ninety three, ninety five. Especially ninety three, ninety four. Any fans listening mm-hmm. old enough? Those are some dark years. It, it's like oh, the timeline went up from whenever wrestling started, and then it stopped after ninety two, and then we just skipped to the to mm-hmm. Monday Night Wars. Yep. In '96, because yeah. the dark uh, 90, days. '93 yeah. to '95. I mean, '95 wasn't as bad because you had, you know, Nitro started, and Nitro, some stuff. Yeah. But mm-hmm. just '93 and '94. Oh man, that that them years. Yeah. Was, that it really touched your love for wrestling. Yeah. Davy Boy and WCW. Yeah. Um. Uh, Brandy's asking which company had better storyline, Austin versus McMahon or WCW versus NWO. Um, Austin versus McMahon, I would say. Um, that was that was yeah, I, I would say that. Here's the question uh, right. though: What would you put if it was Austin versus McMahon versus Hogan versus Sting? That whole year and a half. Story. I still Austin versus McMahon. I was a big oh, fan yeah. of Hogan versus Sting, but but Austin versus McMahon is like yeah, that that was one of if not the angle that really turned the tides. Yeah, in the Mighty Night Wars. It did. Yeah. yeah, it did. And plus, everybody wanted right. to beat their boss up. Like, how could you not? You know, exactly. How could you? How could you not? How could you beat that? You know. Uh, Gress is saying WCW versus NWO changed the industry. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, WCW versus NWO is what put Nitro, you know, on the map and, and what turned the tide for Nitro. But at the end of the day, WWE won. So always gotta always gotta factor that in. All right, so uh, Kenny Omega, um, he, he he was talking about he may be a G1 Supercar. There's some rumors of. Uh, him, Cody Rhodes, and Young Bucks perhaps going to WWE or WWE wanting to acquire them to make sure that they're on, not on the Madison Square Garden card. Um, I've said this before, man. I don't think I don't think Cody. I, I don't think Cody, Cody and the aren't doing it. WWE right now is a good deal. I don't. I, I don't think it's. I mean, if the money's right, I know that he's a family man. If the money's right, I understand. But NXT champion, I can see that. Um, Main roster, I don't, I don't see him succeeding at all. I mean, no. I don't see him being a world champ at all. Um, I, I, I'm pulling for him. I pulled for him when he. Uh, I was hoping that he would win the Money in the Bank, the one that Damian Sandow won. I think that still was a bad call. Um, Cody was the the man um, in, in that in that match, but they they poorly. I mean, in the Stardust thing, and you know. Yeah, I, they poorly booked him, man, and I and I think right now he's really getting an opportunity to really showcase, you know, his his talent. So, well, um, I, I'm I'm I wish the best for him, man. I'm pulling for him, and I don't think WWE's a, a good call for him. Now, Kenny Omega, on the other hand, I think I think Kenny Omega, I can see Kenny Omega being NXT champion and doing well on 
SmackDown, like a SmackDown perhaps. I, I would love to see a Kenny Omega AJ Styles feud perhaps, but um, I don't know if WWE will pull the reins on uh, on, no. on or give, uh, you know uh, pull give the give the uh, the championship to Omega either. So. Here's something I, I could I could speak on. Um, me being cool with Omega, uh, being uh, you know, me and you talked off Air Featherstone. Me being one of the very few people that's had Omega on his show because Omega doesn't do many shows. My he did my show did Jericho's, and with knowing of Cody, meeting the Young Bucks, and knowing people that's worked with them, the one thing that they love is freedom and the ability to do. And be that self without any rain. And uh, from a business standpoint, Cody just booked and the Young Bucks and all that help just booked successful all in pay per view. You had no help with WWE. Why would you, as this business one on one, do that investment? You make a profit, and then you already preparing for all in too. You already gave a tease because it's going to be all in too next year. The sound next year is going to be all in, too. Why would you even go to WWE? Why? Well, you can wrestle on Madison Square Garden, and you can use that the catapult promotions for all in, too. doesn't make any sense. Nope. The freedom that they have with, you know, Cody and, Cody and Brandy and then, you know, uh, uh, Matthew and all of them with the kids, the, you know, they love their kids. They, they don't have to travel as much. I mean, right now, they're, they're, they're very few. They're the remnants that can live a successful life in pro wrestling without the help of WWE. And Omega, yeah. I mean, Jericho just attacked Omega. I mean, Omega could be some teasers. Uh, Omega loves doing what he's doing, and we know Kenny Omega as it is. I think maybe in a year or two after, like with AJ, after you ran your course in the indie scene, when there's, you only have about a year or two left to go, go to, to WWE. But the problem is they're too small for WWE's World, I keep saying it, but it's the truth. Omega is in that yeah. middle, like like Jericho. But uh, no, Jericho won it because he's Jericho. His name is, is he's Jericho. But Omega yeah. is going to get caught in that purgatory of he's too big to be two or five live, but he's too small to be WWE champ. So where do we have him? I see U.S. title anyway. Yep. Who really? about the United States Titan Yeah, right even Jericho, though, even Jericho is getting drowned in the talent pool of of WWE. There's so much, Gruss talking about this here in the chat. There's so much talent in the WWE. He says it's 100 times better than he left. Yeah, I mean, Cody would be drowned. I mean, even AJ Styles isn't, you know, being yeah, booked right. correctly. Even he doesn't stand out. as WWE champ- He's WWE champion. And he he doesn't even stand out, you know, on the roster. So um, Jericho, I mean, he when he came back and he he hasn't stood out for a while, and um, that's the reason why you know he's doing what he's doing, man, which is which is great. Um, I think it's a great deal with Jericho. He's even talking about potentially impact. I mean, he would be a name. I mean, talk about Jer- talk about Jericho, not even impact. Jericho uh, in the NWA. Just think about I me. Mean, if we're doing this NWA relaunch, oh, yeah. Jericho would be a fantastic name to, uh, you know, to to go to NWA for sure. They, they, and, they and then for Jericho to say that he's been the NWA World Champion, Jericho and and Cody feud and for the NWA World Title, that would be fantastic. And let's forget Jericho 
is one of the few that can basically do what he wants. Jericho is, and, yep. and Jericho's my my top five. Is Jericho can say he is the first undisputed champion. I know historians, GHP, I know you there, brother. I know uh, Harley Racing, you know, the, we know the history of the, the air quote United unification titles back in the 80s. They right. tried in the late 70s, but Jericho is the first recognized undisputed champion. I know he said it a lot storyline wise, but it's true. And and that's one of the few times I would have lost the bet because I swore up and down. Jericho's not going to win, even though I wanted him to win. But he defeated The Rock and defeated Austin. So the fact to be yep. the first undisputed champion in history and to also be to add the NWA championship to your legacy, which is, uh, yep. and, you know, I, I've had you know, Conway on my show and Nick Aldis on my show too, and when he did your show too, they talked about how important and how much that means to be the NWA champion, how much lineage mm-hmm. that holds. Even though WWE is WWE, that National Wrestling Alliance championship, to be able to hold that title belt, to have your name on that list, means something. Yep, Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, just grade Raw and SmackDown. Um, what would you grade Raw? I was there at Raw. I think Raw was really fun as an experience. Uh, from top to bottom card, it was weird. <laughs> the the tandem of um, Gable and Rude is weird. Uh, Drake Maverick uh, coming out and... Um, Drake Maverick coming out to ho- uh, to 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 um, manage the authors of pain. I'm good with that, but him wearing the uh, the gear is weird. Um, so yeah, just a bunch of weirdness. Uh, them announcing uh, Finn Balor versus uh, Baron Corbin again. Weird. <laughs> so yeah, very very weird. Um, all right, so what would you give Raw? Uh, but The Undertaker, I mean, people people pop for uh, uh, for HBK. Cheap, um, cheap but people pop. Pop, for, pop for The Undertaker. So well, super duper pop for The Undertaker. There are um, those that we know them that say Raw was only really good because of All In. Um, I will say Raw for the first time in eons was entertaining. Um uh, even wrote down some notes uh, very quickly just to say um, Gable and Rude was hilarious. Uh, it seemed off the words. Why is Lashley on a mic? Why uh, Owens attacking him? I thought it was uh, and shows how strong Owens is because Lashley's a big dude. I, I've I've talked to him this year and, and talked to him a few times in, in different um, shows. Um, Dolphin Drew was tag champs. I thought that was a good match to see them winning the titles. Makes sense. Braun beating up Finn it was weird. Finn against Corbin. Um, who cares about the Bellas? I don't. Um, uh, the segment with Elias was funny. It's uh, funny how the, the roster, they broke up the Shield, Braun, and Dolphin, uh, Braun and DD, BDD, I call them. But yet at the end, you had an NWO-esque ending where the same people beat up the Shield. So I thought it was kind of yeah. funny. Real ending. Taker and Michaels. I, Taker is, he doesn't show up at all for Cena and then shows up at Mania. And then he decides to show up to Michaels but don't respond to Triple H in a way. It's like, what is Taker? It's, it's, 
we saw he summoned a ghost. He's like a ghost. You summon him. Take her. And this is something, shout out to my staff member, Ephesian Queen said, and it makes sense. He talking about Taker coming back. Like John Wick 2, if you ever watched it. Taker went down, air quote. Taker keeps getting summoned back. People keep calling him back, and he keeps coming, beating tail, and going. So uh, yeah. I kind of like the realism real quick. Yep. Michael's, uh, you know, I, I, I turned down millions of dollars, which is true, because I know some promoters that tried to reach out to Michael's. I, I turned down millions of dollars, and for Taker to say, is it because of fear? I'll put you down, and I'm going to put your buddy down, too. I, I kind of like that. Even though it was kind of simple, it, 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 yeah. it was pretty like, short yeah. and sweet. It made sense. Now, is Mike was going to be special guest ref? Are we going to kind of see a end of an era no, again? No. I hope not. But, I don't uh, think so. Uh, just real quick, uh, I don't. I, I don't think so. Uh, I, I think that uh, he'll probably cost Taker the match, um, and then that'll set up um, probably a Mania match um, between them. Uh, all right, so we got to roll. So we got to get to the flavor of the week. Uh, let me get this Lexi question here. Some of your colleagues in wrestling Inc. have alluded to selective drug policies in current WWE and pointed out certain physiques as proof gender. How do you feel? Um, you know, I think that um, I, I don't. It would be a surprise to me if the drug policy was the same across the board. I, I know that part timers don't subscribe to, don't have to adhere to the same diligent policy. Uh, what if Gable and Rude went heel and created a faction with the Revival? Uh, that wouldn't last. That would be like the social outcast. I'm sorry, um, B+. Plus. Anything might agree. What B+. If, what, B plus. Uh, what if ALP joined the Shield? Nah, that, would, that no. wouldn't last either. Who won the IC it? tournament? We're about to get to that now, Jump Tube. All right. Um, so I would give it... Uh, I give it a B minus. Uh, I think it was it was it was fun. I mean, the the crowd was awesome, and uh, I think Taker and Michael segment, um, and then the Shield. I like how it was built throughout the the show. The Shield in the beginning. I mean, uh, uh, um, uh, Braun Strowman and McIntyre and Ziggler in the beginning weave throughout the show. That's how the attitude was. Attitude there was right. just. It was weaved throughout the entire show, so I, I do appreciate that. All right, uh, SmackDown, real quick, grades. Let's do grades for SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown was a bit off to me. Um, good to see Oscar back. I love R-Truth. Uh, R-Truth is so hilarious. Uh, you know, thinking Maurice is Carmella, what do you see in him? I mean, he's he's hilarious, man. The dude is absolutely hilarious. Um, all right, so here is the picture that uh, Evan sent me here. I don't know if y'all can see this. A picture of Buff Bagwell that he sent me. Uh, see that? He was talking about the picture, the the, uh, the the bicep. So, yeah, this looked like that was uh, the the deformity it, there. Um, just to say, his arm. His yeah. arm was not like that last year. Um, no, it wasn't. So, no. you know, I, I, I don't know. I, mean, I could, you know, I could always dig. I'll, I'll reach out to some people this week. I'm sure you probably would see Featherstone or to try to figure out what happened um, with his arm. Yeah. 
Uh, someone said, "Was Drew McIntyre would use the uh, remix of Broken Dreams theme?" I do not agree with that. I think I think Drew McIntyre's theme song is amazing right now. Uh, it's actually one of the one of the top uh, WWE theme songs uh, right now. Period. Uh, because he was back, Buff Backwell, Gruff. That's why I showed it. <laughs> it was from my tablet, and he it, it, it was Buff Backwell. Yeah. All right. Uh, I give uh, SmackDown a. Uh, Brian West almost was good. Our truth was uh, it was hilarious. C, solid C. Yep. All right, let's get into the fight of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, let's get this going. It is now time for the Flavor of the Week! Okay, like I said, since uh, we, last week, we got rid of, we got, we got uh, to the first round. This is the second round there. You see it right there. All right, so let's get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the first match is uh, Reza Ramon against the British the Bulldog. Reza Ramon, British Bulldog. Um, what y'all got? Reza Ramon, British Bulldog. Reza. All right. Looks like... Uh, like Razor Ramon. Oh. Razor's advanced, ladies and gentlemen, to the semifinals. It's getting heated in here. All right. Next we have. Uh, yeah, so Razor Ramon. Great job. Congratulations to Razor Ramon. Next we have Mr. Perfect. Uh, Kurt Hennig. If I can find his. Uh, this thing here. Here we go. Uh, Mr. Perfect. Against Mr. Perfect. Mark Marrow. Mr. Perfect versus Mark Marrow. Mr. Perfect, Mr. Perfect. versus Mark Marrow. Yeah, I was expecting that answer uh, from the chat. And uh, yeah, <laughs> it looks like it. Oh, what person said Mark Merrill? That's surprising. Uh, yeah, all right. See, someone said Johnny be bad. Don't, don't even count. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> so, yeah, you're disqualified. <laughs> uh, okay. Mr. Perfect. All right, next we have Owen Hart, D'Lo Brown. Owen Hart versus D'Lo Brown. Uh, Let's see. What do I think of KO's premature return? Okay, someone's asking me a question on Facebook right now. Um... Uh, let's see. I think it was um, 
premature. It made no sense. That, that's my answer, especially jumping right into Lashley. Um, so, yeah, we've got Owen Hart. we got some D-Lows. Interestingly, D-Lows. Messing with the real deal now. Uh, I told you about my D-Lo uh, high school thing. That was pretty fun. Uh, wow. So, okay. So I see, I see more Owens than D-Lo's. I was surprised to get to as many D-Lo's as I see right now, but Owen, Mr. Perfect versus Owen Hart and then Razor Ramon <laughs> versus, uh, here's the other two. Go Dust versus I gotta, uh... China. Go Dust. <laughs> Versus China. Um, when when uh, one of my friends listening to the show, uh, Christopher Cathilo Brown sent the gift of the nation coming out the old USA, and it was a white fan that was standing up doing the nation of domination. Oh, oh goodness! <laughs> I gotta see. Wow! That way you can show the live. Like a uh, crush. Oh man. <laughs> Like when Crush was in the nation, that didn't make sense at all. Um, China, Goldust, China, Goldust, Goldust. Okay, so we had some Chinas at first, but uh, Goldie, oh, Razor and Goldust, 1995 all over again, ladies and gentlemen. Wowzers. Going back to wow. going back to '95 all over again with Razor and Goldust. Uh, that's exciting. Uh, all right, the final four, ladies and gentlemen. The final four. That is uh, awesome stuff. See that, Mister Perfect, Owen, Razor Ramon, and Gold. All right, so let's get it. We got Goldust versus Goldust versus Razor Ramon. Goldust versus Razor Ramon. Uh, well, Razor Ramon did his uh, retribution from Goldust. Uh, from yeah, I go Goldust. Ah, looks like it. It looks like it, ladies and gentlemen. Razor Ramon. Say hello to the bad guy. Razor Ramon. All right, the next one is Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect versus Owen Hart. This is a really good final four, guys. You guys did a fantastic. You guys did a fantastic job with this. Mister Perfect versus Owen Hart. Mister Perfect versus Owen Hart. Oh wow. Um, looks like we got more Owens than Perfect. Really? Wow. That is uh, a bit of a surprise. I would call that an upset. I would call that an upset. Um. All right. So Owen Hart gets it. Wow, that's a pretty cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. We got the finals going on. 
with the uh, championship, the championship finals, ladies and gentlemen. Razor Ramon versus Owen Hart. Who is, who is the greatest? Jump tube, you all voted for him. <laughs> this is all fans' choice. Every single one of these people was the the uh, never won the world championship and won the Intercontinental Championship in the 1990s. You all voted for these people. Every single one of them could be the way they are in James' votes. The final two is Owen Hart versus Razor Ramon. And who wins? Who wins? Who wins? Owen Hart versus Razor Ramon. Owen Hart versus Razor Ramon. Razor. Owen. Y'all got. Y'all got. This is the finals. This is the finals. Owen Hart. Razor Ramon. Who you got? Who you got? We got Owen. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to look at him for a little bit and see what we get. Here we get. Yeah, right now it's it's neck and neck, guys. It's neck and neck, ladies and gentlemen. This is really cool, guys. It is really neck and neck. I I don't see anybody. I don't see neither Owen or Razor uh, going going away. All right, so right now I see um one. Okay, one, two, three, four, uh, five, six, seven, eight, Owen. And I see one, two, uh, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, are you real? Is this serious? Are we doing? Uh, is it really eight to seven? Uh, people saying, other people saying, uh, perfect. Which he's not in. You guys voted him out. Um, looks like eight to seven. You can't vote twice. Yes, absolutely. That's correct, Rob. I vote twice. Then uh, people saying disqualification and count out and stuff like that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I think you guys. I think. I think by a hair. I think by a hair, you have picked the winner, ladies and gentlemen. Dusty finished. Owen Hart. Owen Hart is the best. Is the best intercontinental champion in the nineties uh, that never won. Uh, people saying a recount. Uh, Rob saying the Owen people voted twice. <laughs> People want a rematch, but Owen wins. Owen Hart wins. Congratulations to Owen Hart, man. That's awesome. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been great. Um, he is not a nugget. That's right, DX. He is not a nugget. Uh, congratulations to Owen Hart. Um, next week, give me a list to do. Uh, t- uh, tweet at Chris Prolific. Tweet, tweet at Chris Prolific. Give me another uh, tournament. Um, I'm thinking uh, 
90s, I'm thinking 90s United States champions that never won the WCW championship. I'm thinking that, but ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure on behalf of Evan Tech Proud. Thanks to Sean Davari. Thanks to Marty Elias. You guys are the best fans in the world as always, as always. Uh, it's been a pleasure as always, ladies and gentlemen. Until next week, enjoy Rick Wrestling. God bless. And always remember, I'll do it for you. Have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. God bless. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.